Hey everyone, it's Jason McLaren. Welcome to This Show is a Disaster. Today will be a clip from my other podcast called Leadership Loading with my guest, Pablo Gonzalez, because I want to talk about networking, and Pablo is my go-to guy for networking. So here's the clip. Hope you enjoy. I then I'm able to get the perspective that it's a tactic. I synthesize it into a bullet point kind of story lesson learned and how people can do it for others. And that's how I go about my way doing it. Yeah. I like that when you talked about when you're building those relationships, not, um, you said, you know, getting value or get, uh, giving value, but you know, it's not about building that relationship for your gain. It's for what, what value can give to the other person. And, yeah. um, you know, I think that is going to help support you because you're going to support that person and they're going to support you in your endeavors. Uh, which yeah. then inherently, you know, if it turns into a business uh, deal, then it does. So, yeah. And on, and on the other side of that, man, and I, le- and I, I learned this language from Audrey, Aubrey Marcus in a podcast. I don't know what him and him and Lewis Howes were talking about something, but if you approach relationship building from a service standpoint, then you can adopt this like Spartan mentality about it, right? Like Spartans would go to war, not hoping that they would live and win. They would go to war expecting to die and expecting to go out in like the glory of Sparta, right? So like if you were, cause they were being of service. So if you approach relationship building as being of service and you walk into a networking event and you feel super douchey for the first half an hour because nobody's talking to you, but then at a certain point you make a connection and you're able to help somebody out, man, it's the best feeling in the world. And guess what? If you go into a networking event and all you do is like, you know, talk to people and you never really connect the dots for anybody, but you are approaching it being of service. You're getting, when you leave, you're carried out on your shield, just like a Spartan who, who, who died in battle, you know, and if, and if you can approach it from that standpoint of service, man, it becomes really, really powerful for you. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's definitely a way that your network can help you deal with hardships. And that, that was one of the, the things I wanted to talk about, you know, um, us as professionals and, 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 uh, networkers, we have to, and leaders actually, you know, a lot of times we think we have to bear that hardship, but, uh, when you have that network, uh, you're able to kind of lean on other guys or other girls that have been through things and kind of, uh, see what they did and, and not have to do it on your own. You agree? Yeah, yeah, man. I uh, I couldn't agree more. You know, like I, I, on two levels, right? Number one, the more people you meet, and the older you get, the more you realize that nobody has anything figured out, right? So getting that getting that perspective of, man, you know, I might be suffering right now, but even the most talented person I've ever met in my life, who I totally totally envy, has suffered also. It gives you pretty good perspective to understand that life is a game of long-term momentum, but the short-term momentum stuff really messes with your head, right? Like I, I like to call it like a, like an upward spiral, you know, and, and when you are, when you're on the way up on an upward spiral, you know, you're making these leaps, but there's certain moments where you have this like downturn, this like downward momentum. And if, if you get stuck in that downward momentum, that's when you make these like horrible decisions that, will cost you inordinately. And if you have the perspective of having people in your network that, that can be like, no, dude, I've been through this, you know, like this is, this is what's going to happen right now. You're just in this moment. That's super, super invaluable. Cause I like to make the analogy of you can save a hundred bucks a month for 10 years. And at the end of the day, you got like 10 G's in your bank account or something like that. 
but you can blow that on a crazy night in Vegas in one night. Right. So like, you don't want to make those mistakes when you are in that little short-term down cycle, that's going to cost you inordinately all the good momentum that you brought up. Um, and second of all, just access to opportunities, man. Like I, I, you know, my story is that I was for 15 years in a construction career where I, I started off as a, an, an executive in training for a fortune 500 company. And this was like in the 2000s, then the world ended in 2009. And luckily I had become a green building expert and through a connection, I was able to start a green building consulting company and, and, you know, have success with it within about a year and a half in Miami. And then I sold that. I got acquired by my biggest customer at the time and brought me in house as director of sustainability. And then at a certain moment, you know, during that time, when I moved back to Miami from California, I got really involved in the community and I started a, a young professionals group for Habitat for Humanity. And that started me on this like whole other path of getting on boards of nonprofits and like doing all this type of community engagement. And a couple of years into being the director of sustainability for this big hospital builder, I realized that, man, these guys really just acquired me to just block this like one issue in their company and not really give me a career path. So I, I started trying to figure out how can I be more valuable and I was able to leverage my network to then become a business developer. And now all of a sudden I became a rainmaker and I became much valuable. And then the day that I decided that I didn't really, really want to be in construction anymore, which is kind of my first day when I started working in construction, <laughs> um, I, I was able to parlay the lessons I had learned through my network and through these experiences to go be VP of business development for a software company, for a software startup and, and form a partnership. And then a year into that, the stuff that I implemented was working great, but I realized the partnership wasn't for me. So at the beginning of 2019, I decided to start from zero, right? Like I just hit a reset button. I took a 90 day purposeful pause to figure out where I want to be in 10 years and reverse engineer the equation. And what I came up with was that I want to prove to the world that community creation is the future of business development. And man, that took about six months before anybody wanted to pay for that, right? Like I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to figure out, I had to figure out, through iteration, what my value proposition was, what my product was going to be. But the moral of the story is I've gone in 2019, I started from zero again, you know, after transitioning, making a hard transition into a completely different career and then decided to reinvent myself. And within one year, I've been able to build a business that has five figures of recurring revenue per month. And I'm already scaling underneath myself. So in business, having this network has allowed me to transition the moment that I felt stuck, I could rely on my network to open up opportunities to allow me to transition and redefine myself into whatever I needed. So at the end of the day, man, it's really been the most valuable thing in the world. And I really preach it to people that it's like, you can either be at work impressing your boss and impressing one person or like two people that you report to, maybe two up the chain, or you can be out in society adding value to as many people as possible. And therefore they all know how valuable you are in your soft skills from a person to person thing, something that's not going to get you a, an interview in a, in a, in a resume, you know, but as long as you have provided value to a bunch of people around you, then you have people completely vouching for you next time that you're making your next transition. And therefore you're not beholden to somebody else controlling your destiny. You're, you have, I describe it as, diversification of relationship assets, right? Like everybody talks about how, you know, time is more valuable than money, right? So, and relationships are most valuable than money. So if the number one asset in investing money is diversification, 
why wouldn't you want to diversify your time and your relationships as an asset? Definitely. And I like how you're talking about you, you basically made your own niche and pretty much your own space there and kind of built it out and, and were able to use those networks to bring in that clientele. So yeah, multiple times, by the way, right? Like when I became director of sustainability for this construction company in 2009, I didn't know anybody with a director of sustainability title. And then I was going to all these green building conferences and like four years later, there was like 10 of them. You know what I mean? And not, so you really can call your own shot as long as people know your soft skills value. Yeah, so you basically built the, the model and people were able to duplicate that. So that's, that's always good. And and, and I've seen that before in, in my areas too. So it's, uh, it's one of the things that, you know, if you don't have the network, then nobody's going to, going to do it. So. Correct. 